not tipsy, you understand, but at their best, and unguardedly appreciative of each other and us. And when they go away, they will exchange a chaste kiss at Mrs. Weston's door, and she will ask him in. No, I think she'll ask him in first. And when they wake up tomorrow morning, they will both wonder how they could, possibly, and jointly ask themselves what everybody else will say. And then they'll thank God and Olga and Georgie that they did, and live happily for an extraordinary number of years. My dear, how infinitely happier they will be together than they are being now. Funny old dears, each at its own fireside, saying that it's too old, bless them, and you and I will sing voice that breathed our Eden, and in the middle our angel voices will crack, and we will sob into our handkerchief, and Eden will be left breathing deeply all by itself like the Guru. Why did you never tell me about the Guru? Mrs. Weston's a better friend to me than you are. And I must ring for my cook. No, I'll telephone first to Jacob and Jane, and see what there is to eat afterwards. You will sit here quietly, and when I have finished, I will tell you what your part is. During dinner, according to Olga's plan of campaign, the conversation was to be general, because she hated to have two conversations going on when only four people were present, since she found that she always wanted to join in the other one. This was the main principle she inculcated on Georgie, stamping it on his memory by a simile of peculiar vividness. Imagine there is an Elizabethan spittoon in the middle of the table, she said, and keep on firmly spitting into it. I want you, when there's any pause, to spit about two things. One, how dreadfully unhappy both Jacob and Jane will be without their paragons. The other, how pleasant is conversation and companionship. I shall be chaffing you, mind, all the time and saying, you must get married. After dinner I shall probably stroll in the garden with Jacob. Don't come. Keep him after dinner for some little time, but then's my opportunity of talking to Jane, and give him at least three glasses of port. Gracious, it's time to dress, and the Lord prosperous. Georgie found himself the last to arrive when he got back to Olga's, and all three of them shook hands, rather as people shake hands before a funeral. They went into dinner at once, and Olga instantly began, How many years do you say your admirable Atkinson has been with you? she asked Colonel Boucher. Twenty, getting on for twenty-one, said he. Great nuisance, upon my word, it's worse than a nuisance. Georgie had a bright idea. But what's a nuisance, Colonel, he asked. Eh, haven't you heard? I thought it would have been all over the place by now. Atkinson's going to be married. No, said Georgie. Whom to? 